Hey everyone, it's that time of the week again, Women Wednesday. Your favorite trio is back for another episode. I'm Kristen, joined by my lovely co-hosts, Christy and Lisa. Thanks for tuning in today. Hello everyone, welcome to another Woman Wednesday. Today we'll be talking about K-dramas that we've watched that are memorable, whether that is good or bad, bring something fun into our lives, our stressful lives. So we're going to talk about K-dramas. Who doesn't love K-dramas? So uh, we wanted to share about six categories. Um, The first drama we've ever watched, our favorite OST, which is arguably the most important part of a drama, Um, the most disappointing drama, a drama we would rewatch, a drama with the best ending, and a drama we are hoping to watch sometime this year. So what is the first drama you ladies have watched ever? So the first drama I watched was Descendants of the Sun, but I actually only watched two episodes of it, even though, like, it wasn't like the plot was bad or anything. I just didn't finish it for some reason. (laughs) But the first drama I ever finished was Moon Embracing the Sun. Would you like to describe Moon Embracing the Sun? Okay, so the first drama I ever finished was Moon Embracing the Sun, which was... I think it's pretty old, and I watched it in, like, 2016, which is a couple years after it was released, but it was so good. I remember binging it on this site, Vicky, and then uh, (laughs) it's, like, this historical drama. Yeah, all the ads, like, every 20 minutes. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then I don't want to get too into the plot, so it's basically just about, um, like, this crown prince he meets this like girl and then she's destined to be his queen but then you know fate intervenes that was really long ago because i think like female actress doesn't do uh dramas anymore or even movies she's a mom now so what about you Kristen? first drama for me pretty recent i would say in 2019 the first k drama i've ever watched was sky castle and along with my roommates. We all highly enjoyed it, I think. You got into K-dramas really late and K-culture really late. Yeah, I did. I got into it after I graduated high school. After I purchased my first pair of BTS tickets, I decided (laughs) to start listening to K-pop and my life has changed ever since (laughs) 2018. The first drama I ever watched was The Airs back in like I think 2014 but like I think even when I was growing up my like fair family would get like pirated cd k-dramas and watch it but I don't remember any of them but yeah I watched the airs which I think most people have watched back in the day and it was cute at the time because he was protective or whatever and he was rich and she was poor but now looking back the power imbalance was very high, and um, he was kind of abusive throughout most of the drama. He would, like, Ooh. push her and, like, you know, the wrist pull, but, like, very aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think I'll ever rewatch it now with my 2021 eyes, but, yeah. 
I still Lehman like Ho, classic right? K-drama tropes. Yeah. I don't let really it do it as much anymore. Like the wrist pull. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Probably just the really cheesy ones. Mm-hmm. They still have those mm-hmm. slow slow moments. Slow-mo moments in K-dramas. Yeah. And you're just like, what is it over? <laughs> I think at every single angle in slow-mo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If they kiss for the first time, every angle. And they got a freeze in the kiss, so they get like every angle. Imagine how many times kissing. they They're just that. biting into each other's lips and just holding it. <laughs> All right, mm-hmm. after our first sharing our first K-drama we've ever watched, what would you say is your favorite official soundtrack of any K-drama you've ever watched? I mean, Moon Embracing the Sun is one of the two dramas I've finished. And then Moon Embracing the Sun is the only one I finished for a while. I finished my second K-drama on uh, December 2020. So I guess my favorite OST similar to that would be from Moon Embracing the Sun. And it's Back in Time by Lynn. Um, for me, I think Another Miss O had a really good soundtrack. The song, like, If It Isn't You, I think. And then, like, the one from Ben is really good. And then I also liked the OSD from unconditionally fond with Susie and the drama was pretty bad but the OSD was good I think like Red Velvet was in it Susie sang it and then like the English songs that they included to make it seem like it was like edgy or whatever were really good too so that was good. Good, good OST. For me, I also, it's a tie between two. It would be The King Eternal Monarch, even though the show was a little not the best, I would say. The soundtrack was really good. And the other one would be Crash Landing on You. I think the whole OST was really good. Flower by You, Mirei. So now, what's your most disappointing drama? Not that Lisa would have many to choose from. I'm very unqualified for this episode, so I'm just going to start off by saying I always start dramas. I usually don't get past, like, the fifth episode for them. Uh, sometimes it's because it's disappointing, but sometimes because I just don't continue. Uh, so my most disappointing, I would say it's Doctor's. Uh, I know, okay, I know a lot of people don't like this drama because of the age gap. I actually didn't mind the age gap. It was just the plot was going nowhere for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made it to, like, the seventh episode, and I just never really felt like continuing. I finished it, and I don't think anything actually happened. Like, it, it was, the whole thing was just her having a lot of, like, I think it was daddy issues or mommy issues. And she was like, I don't want to accept you. I'm all about my job. And then at the end, she was like, okay, fine. And then that was it. <laughs> and I mean, end I up together? she had, like, abandonment issues because she had to go live with her grandma. Oh, the girl from um, We Lived in Fury, wasn't it? Yeah, she's the second the lead. Main lead. Oh, I remember I really liked the second lead guy. 
Yeah. Everyone thought they should have got together because he was so nice to her, but you got to go for the teacher, you know. Also more age appropriate, but the teacher's been there since she was, you know, 16. Wait, was she a student? yeah, yeah, she was, he was her high them. school teacher. And then years later, they meet again in med school. Uh, not med school, like placement. Hospital. hospital. So at least he's like 20 years, th- like 25 years. But then what, wait, what was his role at the hospital then? He's like a professor. He's like a genius surgeon or whatever. But he fell in love with her? That's crazy. No, he fell in love when she was 16. And then yeah, she they were on like ice cream weird. day for shit. And then she right, got like weird. outed because yeah. someone took a picture of them. Actually, I think it was the second lead girl took like, a picture of them and exposed them. Yeah, because the second, did the second lead girl like him at first and then started to like, yeah. yeah, he liked him, she liked him at first and then she liked the second lead and then the second lead liked the first female lead. Like, okay, basically the second lead so girl. So it was like an ex, basically. Yeah, she yeah. liked the teacher like in the high school days, but then she saw him getting close to the first lead girl and so she was mad. But then years later, they all end up at the same hospital and she likes the second lead guy. But then the second lead guy ends up liking the first oh, lead girl. I think were they both students? Ex- the girls. Yeah, I think it's because she got like expelled or something for like the relationship they had. So she promised, like she vowed to herself that she would never fall in love and she would only focus on her career. And that's why like they didn't end up together for like a long time and then together. Kind of interested in this. Sounds kind of. The guy is not attractive. Girl, you would never make it past. It's my most disappointing drama. You would never make it past like the Next second. Next disappointing episode. drama, Christy. <laughs> um, extraordinary you. I watched it because. Why did I watch it again? The male lead. <laughs> not even that. I think I watched it because it was like I wanted to watch like a high school drama, like lighthearted. I was in the mood for it. Yeah. And so I watched it, and, like, it was, like, it, it was really good in the beginning because they, like, had all these, like, plot lines that, like, if they followed through with it, it would have been, like, you know. What is it about? Does one of them have powers or something? Or Basically, she finds out. So she, like, grew up really sick and stuff, and they're all rich. So she was meant to – she's, like, engaged to this guy who doesn't like her back. But anyways, the whole – premise is that she finds out she's a side character in a comic and her like all her life tragedies are just to build the first female leads character development and so she didn't like that so she wanted to change like her destiny because she was like gonna die because she had heart issues and then she found this guy who's like a plot hole in the comic book that was gonna help her change her destiny but, like, they never really explain why he was really there. Is that the main lead? Yeah, the main lead is the guy that's supposed to change her destiny with her. But, like, if you, like, watch on, you would know why it's disappointing. Like, it's just the whole thing was How many episodes? Was it a lot? I think it was 16. That's not Basically, the ending did not explain anything. Oh, and then the first female lead, or, you know, the second female lead, but the first female lead in the comic book had, like, a really cute love story with another guy who was like really nice to her but she chose the toxic guy spoiler alert <laughs> all i know is that the two male leads were really tall compared to the female lead when i've seen pictures on yeah she's really feet. tiny she's oh she's the girl from sky castle i think yes she was really good in sky castle i would say maybe yeah. because she has that annoying the annoying voice <laughs> voice maybe um for me i guess the most disappointing or like just disappointing ending i would say startup a 2020 controversial topic because of who she chose in the end between male lead and second lead. 
Mm-hmm. I think the writers didn't like follow through with the importance of the letters. If you've ever watched or heard about startup on subtle Asian traits or wherever, mm-hmm. and, and just because yeah. they like did so much character development for the second lead, and they like didn't go anywhere with it, mm-hmm. <laughs> they just tossed it aside. Yeah, but I guess in K drama fashion, it's like the main lead never ends up with second lead. Yeah, it's like expected, but like there was still hope. People still had hope. So next up, what is a drama we would rewatch? I can start us off again. <laughs> I have finished *Men Embracing the Sun* and *Weightlifting Fairy* Kim Buk Joo, and I've rewatched both of them, and I like them very much. I highly recommend both of them. This episode just be called Moon Embracing the Sun. <laughs> Literally. The moral of this episode is Moon Embracing the Sun is top tier drama. Although, okay, I think it was top tier when I watched it until like 2016. And it was probably top tier when it was released, which is probably like 2008. But I remember like last time I rewatched it was like a couple months ago. And I just remember like, like I still love the drama, but it's like you can tell the production is like very 2008 style and they have not updated their like camera technology or like set technology you really should watch strong woman do bong su like i watched both and i like significantly liked strong woman do bong su more i just really like the pairing for weightlifting fairy and oh, i yeah. think they're kind of pairing really for cute. strong woman they dated in real life they did date like i still see fan strong pages. woman people date. i still see fan pages on namju and what's her lee song kyung yeah yeah they still i think, think you should watch strong woman We'll see how many episodes in that. Uh, Namju is on to bigger, better things, aka Susie from Startup. Just kidding. Stop. Just kidding. <laughs> no, Namli uh, forever. Namli. Um, speaking of old dramas that production value looking back is kind of questionable, um, Pinocchio was really good by uh, Park Shin Hae, the girl from The Heirs, and then Lee Jung Suk. It was really good, and I only rewatched it because they were like rumored to be dating, and so I rewatched it, and I actually like liked the plot the second time I rewatched it. It was pretty good. Um, and then I would also rewatch Scarlet Heart because that's really good. It's a really good adaptation of the Chinese version. I liked it. I use cute. For me, on my rewatch list is Doctor Romantic Two. I think it touched upon a lot of life lessons. You cried. And I cried. And that's how you know it was good. If I cried, it was good. I'm usually not Kristen like an emotional person, I would say. Not really softy. <laughs> and another one would be Crash Landing on You because I'd like the balance of like humor while it's also serious because of the situation that they were in and the plot, mm-hmm. obviously. But the humor was like a really good touch on good job writers (laughs) looking back it's really similar format to descendant of the sun (laughs) ah yes and still have yet to watch it and both of them produce real couples i'm just saying let's hope this couple turns out better binge and couple i think they'll stay together 
Um, yes. They're 38. It's marriage time, you know? Yeah, it's time. The Salsa couple was not young. He was way younger than she was. So what's a drama that, in your opinion, had the best ending? Is it Moon Embracing the Sun, Lisa? Lisa, the question <laughs> um, of the day. I think Moon Embracing the Sun had a really good ending. <laughs> I had OST. No bias Weightlifting whatsoever. Weightlifting Fairy was a good ending. Ooh. Both excellent endings, and I would recommend. <laughs> All right, for my K-drama with the best ending, drumroll crash landing on you but i think it's because of the unrealistic ending because someone from south korea and someone from north korea actually ended up together their two worlds collided and they somehow had a happy ending not even just their north korean south korean he's like a high official son from north korea how how are they gonna end up how did they even meet in reality how would they have ever met yeah but imagine a pair a parachute landing in north korea that's how because of a tornado first of all she survived bizarre um for me the best ending of all time while you were sleeping still one of my favorite dramas ending was chef kisses everything made sense and i was mind blown by the ending like the last episode had a reason to be there like you know how episode 16 sometimes they're like they just drag it out yeah Yeah, episode 16 chef kisses everything made sense and everything was deep and it was good the chemistry was mm -mm. okay but who was the male lead Lee Jong Suk. He always picks the best scripts. He's never had a miss. Anyways. I know it's Chef's Kiss. Yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> Kisses is fine. Chef Kisses works too. She said it's the best. <laughs> best. 10 out of 10. Right. Everyone should watch. OST, great. Everything. And finally, what are some dramas on our radar? For 2021. 2021 radar yes for me love alarm two ladies i'm into the high school cringy rom-coms that makes no sense (laughs) yeah here for it all (laughs) on my radar uh not any upcoming dramas but i have had the same list for the past four years and you know sometimes i get to it and sometimes i don't uh i think first i want to finish descendants of the sun even though the couple has broken up now, True Love is Dead. I also wanted to get around to finishing While You Were Sleeping. Uh, I watched the first watched episode, it? and oh. Christy has hyped it up now. And also, on my Netflix list is My First First Love and A Hundred Days My Prince. I don't really Oh, I heard that was really good. Yeah, one of my friends recommended it. Just another one. I know a lot. I think like everyone's seen it by now, but It's Okay Not to Be Okay is also on my Netflix list. Just because Kim Soo-hyun's your babe. Moon Embracing the Sun, move out of the way. There's a new player in town. Nah, nah, nah. You can't replace that. (laughs) Wait, 100 Day My Prince has our babe from startup in it? Kim Sun-ho. Our babe from startup. All right, Christy, what's on your 2021 watch list? 
Um, definitely Hospital Playlist number two. I'm ready for part two of it. It was really good. First season. It was very chill humor. Um, every episode I had a smile on my face. Um, also, um, looking forward to anything Lee Jun Suk does coming out of the military. Anything. I'm excited. All right, everyone. Thanks for sharing today's K-drama recommendations. We hope that some of you guys will watch Moon Embracing the Sun, highly recommended by Lisa, her number one top-rated K-drama ever out of the two that she's finished. And let us know what your favorite K-drama is in the comment section of our Instagram. This Thanks for not sponsored by Moon Embracing the Sun producer. <laughs> um, Lisa is Kim Soo-hyun's wife. <laughs> <laughs> Wifey right here. <laughs> Her boyfie, okay? Thanks for tuning in for another episode with us. See you next week. Bye. Bye.